All right, so welcome back. Episode 18 of No Cap Sports Podcast. And you know, we got yeah. another fully stocked schedule for y'all today. So let's get straight into it with Josh yeah, Little. Yeah, FYI. Yeah, you, yeah, saying, I like it, you like what? I like you. Just shout it out Chadwick right there. I, lo- I, lo- I love the energy, man. For sure, bro. RP to a legend, bro. RP to a legend. So I'm going to let you go and start it out, Josh. Let's oh, yeah. You feel me? Uh, it just it's uh, it hurt my heart when Nick just said uh right before we just started recording. But uh, I gotta ask you, Vince, did you watch the versus battle with Monica and Brandon? Uh, I watched bits and pieces, bro. But I I heard it was very shady. A lot of shade going on. Yeah, it was a lot of uh you know shade room activity going on there. So I'm gonna give you a little uh first it got it hit 1.2 million views. So that's a, a versus record for uh for the all the battles. Which is crazy because you know uh, black women empowerment. You know we're doing all that. Um, until yeah. all it started, I didn't know a lot of the history that Monica and Brandy had. Uh, they had a Grammy, a award-winning song, "The Boy Is Mine." That uh, that's just so. It is though. I had to go ahead and listen to it for the, the segment. It is though for real. But um, on a on a uh on a live, yeah, Snoop Dogg, Lizzo, Queen Latifah, Michelle Obama, but. Uh, I guess most importantly, uh, Kamala Harris introduced them, or she came out right before they began to do their songs or whatnot. So that was a, you know, that felt just like a powerful moment for, yeah. for especially during this time period right now. But um, in terms of actual battle, I mean, honestly, <laughs> I like a lot of Monica music. Brandy really known for a lot of stuff outside of music, like being Ray J's sister and taking COVID to prom. Well, yeah, yeah, I was like, you finna leave that done out, bro. Yeah, you giving oh, the Kim Kardashian treatment, bro. No disrespect, uh, Brandy. I like mean, that. I just like, I like, like, I know Monica because of her music. Like, she just got a song with Lil Baby. Uh, she had a song with them friends. She's from Atlanta, so you know she's gonna have that music. She's gonna have that music inside anyway. So, uh, hey, we go on Snapchat. I said this should, uh, Somebody has to sample the beat to uh, just what don't don't take it personal, bro. That's like one of the best. Hey. Uh, I love it. Yeah, they sample that beat. That's it, bro. For real, though. You know, as Ooh. a matter of fact, bro, I'm putting it. I'm putting it in the studio once we finish this, bro. I got you. Don't even worry about it. Bet, 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 bet. You and Beans, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I might have to call Ed up too. Get him, get him on the track. I'm gonna yes, get on the track. Let me get. Let me make the beat, fool. I got you. Say this. All right, bet. But uh, who are some versus battles that y'all would, you know, y'all could pray, y'all would want to see? I want to see Future and Thug, bro. I did. I, I who's winning like, though? Like, man, you know what I'm He like the the new age master P, bro. But I mean, I swear I don't like his music, but I catch myself listening to it. But I listen to each week. That's I, one bro, A and one like, B for me, bro. You can just take uh, uh Future and beat you on Thug, bro. I, I I really feel that way. I ain't gonna lie. I, mean, I, I would agree with that. I mean, I agree with that. I feel like future old stuff compared to thug old stuff is harder. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like you got more here. So who's really more powerful? But I don't know. Bro, like hit for hit like that, man, that'd be tough. Hit for hit, bro. I just feel like that's gonna be crazy. And plus, they both, you know, it will be crazy though, for real. They both mess with you with each other the long way, so it's just gonna be. I think it's just gonna be turned, bro. It will be crazy for real. Uh, I said, I seen Brent Fayez and um Frank Ocean 
Frank Ocean watch him, but I like to see it though. I like both of them. I don't know. That's a watch. That's a watch, bro. That's a watch. I don't know. I miss with Brent a long way, but hit for hit. I mean, hit for hit. Fred, he a young boy. He just came in the game, though, for real. But Frank, Frank, stands, bro. So that's not really fair. Well, yeah, you got a point. Well, oh, Frank has some, like, some big fans, like, too. Crazy but. fans, too. Like, for real, for real. Uh, mm. Give me one. I need, I, need, I need a banger. Kodak or young boy? Kodak. No, no, but relax. Damn. Damn. You saw how fast that was? Kodak. Hey, the main sniper, man. Uh, Money bag. Just, if Money Bag did a versus battle with somebody, who would have to be a rapper? They needed to do Dolph versus uh, what'd you call it? Yo, guys. That's too real for the versus. Hey, somebody, somebody might die. No cap. Nah, that, that's no that's too real. So yeah, you feel me? Gucci so, Man or Twenty One Savage? Say that again. Gucci Man or Twenty One Savage? Hey, hey, we should, yeah, you tweet right now. What? Hey, Who you got? Savage. I'm asking. You said Gucci Man or 21 Savage. Gucci, watch yes. 21. Gucci, tweet man, on the road. 21, bro. Bro, uh, a better man. Come on, bro. Chill out. Uh, a better man. How you going to ask him? I'm okay. Did you, see, did you see that tweet you just sent out earlier, bro? <laughs> How you going to ask me am I okay, Josh? Don't ask me that. Hey, just so y'all know, that man said, who's better, Scotty Pippen or Richard Jefferson? And then what Nick said in the group chat, he was cold with the Nets, though. So, like, like he was cold. But the Nets went to a championship, bro. They lost, but he was on the championship team, bro. Man. He was, he was a 20-point-per-game scorer, bro. He wasn't good, but he was, he got his he got his bucket. I mean, he was like, he was like what? Yeah, I mean, but he's not better than Scotty. Jimmy Butler, ain't it? Jimmy Butler. Fifteen, seventeen, nah, in the bro. game. I'm saying, had him with the clean head. He was alright. <laughs> <laughs> but since we, since we on the topic, bro, let's just jump right into these NBA playoffs, bro. And we got to start with I think with what I think was the best series of the first round, and that's Jazz Nuggets, bro. So Ooh, I just want to hear. Like the last shot. That's what I'm saying. So anyway, we know the Jazz got up three-one on the Nuggets who are riding high on that hype train, you know, with Bo Bowl and MPJ back. So I just want to see, like, what were y'all's initial thoughts in that game seven, bro? Uh, man, I wanted Mike Conley to hit that shot. That would have been man. cool. Man. Oh, my God. Man. Uh, that last scene was kind of hectic. Um, I think that Jamal Murray, you know, he's trying to justify that extension that he got because he's, yeah. he's got – all-star money, and he hasn't made an all-star team yet. Probably wanted to make one, you know, next year. So, I mean, I feel like he's got some ulterior motives to be hooping, too, but we're not going to speak on them. Yeah, I don't even know what to off. I feel like I feel like, <laughs> uh, yeah, big. But, uh, yeah, I, I got some, you know, some other stuff to talk about one versus him versus the Clippers. But uh, I like that. I really like the Nuggets a lot, and uh, they went to Western Conference Finals last year, and I wouldn't be surprised if they do it again. So, mm. that's an interesting take, man. <laughs> don't get you the big guy playing basketball right now, and with Jamar, Jer, Jamar, Jer, Jamar Murray gonna keep dropping fifty. You know, all they need is MPJ to step up, and it wasn't really gonna happen. And Gary Harris just came back. You know. Ugh. 
I mean, I was talking to my friends about it, bro. I, I really think this series is going to go seven games. With Denver and uh, the Clippers, it's going to go seven games. It's going to end with Paul George getting dropped off by Jamal Murray. Wait, hold on. Uh, I, first of all, back check real quick, bro. The Nuggets when I know it's in conference finals last year, bro. They won. They got to the semifinals. Uh, it, 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 was, it was Portland and the Golden State, bro. I need that in town, all right? Okay. Appreciate you, bro. They went to the semifinals with home game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Portland be- I think it was Portland beat them in the semis. Yeah, okay. yeah, they did. They said, so, but yeah. then I watching uh Mitchell versus uh Jamal Murray. It's like watching like anime or something, bro. Like just two people going back and forth. Yeah, back and, oh god. And, I was I was the best. I've never seen that in my life. Um, just like two players going back and forth at each other like that for a whole series. I've seen a game, yeah, you know. Yeah, oh, points in three games. They yeah. go. They compared them to Jordan, bro. Jordan. And no turnovers. Yes, bro. Like Man. both of these. It's just crazy. In the bag. Watch, like uh, in high school, he was just a chunky point guard, and now he's the best scorer in the NBA. It's crazy. Who? Right now. You saying who the best scorer? Donovan Mitchell. Or no, Jamal Murray. Murray. He's not. I know He's not the best scorer in the league right now. At this very moment. He's not the best scorer right now. That's a big shout. They they got Jamal Murray. I mean, I'm just saying. Jason, <laughs> last time I checked, last time I checked, Jason Tatum still hooping. Kawhi Leonard still hooping. We're talk, we talking about right now. You I, I know we're talking about right now. I mean, James Harden is still hooping. That's what bro. I was going to say. James Harden still hooping. Okay, who leading the who leading the the playoff in points now since Donald oh, Mitchell eliminated Jamal Murray? Yeah. So yeah. what are y'all talking about? I'm, I'm just saying, bro. We we don't have to see what happens in this next series versus the Clippers, bro. Who do you think going to go we're, not talk, we're not talking about the next series. Uh, so, I most definitely feel like if Pat Bev is healthy, he's going to call him out. You wouldn't have Paul George guard him? Paul George shaky. We've we seen out. what Luca did to him, bro. we seen what Luca did to him. Luca is not I mean, the First of all, and then I so mean, hold on, what? <laughs> of course he's not Jamal Murray because Luca is here. Jamal Murray like right here, bro. His <laughs> levels and Luca is on a higher level than Jamal Murray. Josh on that Malik Monk juice today, y'all. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> you tweaked out. You you gonna sit up here and try to tell me Jamal? You said Murray you said Josh is not on Murray's level. I'm just, I mean, I was talking about in terms of size wise. Man, yeah, yeah, you, let me get my point out, man. I'm okay. just saying, Luca's like a lot bigger, and you know, that's how, that's how his game is, you know, dominating the paint. Because he's not really, he's not even. Why you, look, why you look like this? Luca don't dominate in the paint? Yes, he does. Off the Luca can get a bucket from anywhere. Yes, but he, he gets a lot of points in the paint. Is that not true? I, you, do you watch the game? Yes, I watch a lot of games. I mean, he 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 gets a lot of layups, floaters, all of that kind of stuff. But he's still, he, you know, he's a big guy to be handling the ball like this. So a lot of it's not a lot of guards out on the front that's going to be able to match up with that physicality. He he gets yeah, the rack, he just moves guys out the way. I'm just saying, terms of size wise, Jamal he's Murray. second in it. But I'm saying, Luke is still second in the NBA and made step back three. So 
And he does a lot of stuff. Bro, who's going who's gonna win that series? The Clippers. Clippers. Give me Clips and six. Give me Nuggets. My thing is, if the Nuggets start this series, start this Clip series like they started the Jazz series and fall into an early hole, done zone. They're done. Okay, but just why are they just say Murray matches Doncic's production? How Doncic is doing at the Clippers in? Let's just say yeah. that happens. I, uh, I mean, the Nuggets have a better man is not going to get hurt. Joker, Joker, the Joker is not going to get hurt. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I mean, the thing – I'm black versus Harold and a bunch. So, I mean, I agree with that, but it's still – you got Kawhi, bro. Kawhi is – You got Michael Porter Jr. I, well, I said – said, Porter Jr., bro. You can't, you can't do that. Oh wow. Maga Porter Jr. Don't walk off, bro. My oh, man, left the left the jet, bro. Come back, Nick. <laughs> Maga Porter Jr. about to average 20 in this series, bro. But I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna be real honest with you, bro. After game one, Michael Porter Jr. might go back to the locker room and, and cry because of what Kawhi you mean, did to him, bro. Paul Paul George might go back to the locker room. He might leave the bubble. He's depressed right now, bro. <laughs> hey, chill out on PG, bro. Hey, chill out on PG, bro. So, like I said, I got Clips in six. You got Nuggets in seven? Man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's what you got, bro. I got Clippers in seven, but I'm not surprised if the Nuggets win. Mm, okay. Okay. And so, before we get on to the next series, I want to talk, come back to Utah for one more thing. Do y'all see Donovan Mitchell and Gobert being a long-term duo for the Jazz? Oh, for them to – He said win. they were cool. You got I mean, it. yeah. I mean, he, he said they were cool, and then they claimed that they're about to finalize a a, a long-term deal for Donovan Mitchell. But, I mean, yeah. but the thing is, don't be surprised if he teams up with Giannis in the uh, upcoming free agency, bro. Yeah. Mitchell got two more years before he hit free – one more. He he's still on the contract for next season. Oh, for next season. Yeah, and then the year after that, he got a I think it's a team option because he's still on his rookie deal. Oh, it's a team option. Yeah, that's kind of whack. Bro. It's either team or player. I can't remember, but it's yeah, awesome. he was, player, he was, he was he even in a lottery? Yeah, uh, he was in a lottery pick. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I didn't even hear about him in college, to be honest. I mean, I knew he was, he, but like I didn't use a lot of contract in high school. It, it was like. Because remember, it was like that week before the draft, like he worked out with CP3 in them, and they were like, yeah, you need to get in the league. You know what I'm saying? Get on the bro. So, anyway, moving on to the next series, a series that I thought would be more competitive than this, and that's Celtics' rap. So, right now, Celtics up 2-0. And like I kind of told y'all, star power was going to be the biggest factor in this series, and we've seen it play out so far. So what do y'all think about this series so far? I mean, I, uh, you're surprised. My man is really not surprised. I've been saying this for, you know, the past couple episodes. The two best guys in that series are Jason Tatum and uh, Jalen Brown. And they pretty sure I like said that, but cool. You said what? I'm pretty sure I said that, but cool. I mean, I probably said that. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure last episode you tried to sit up here and tell me Pascal Siakam was better than one of those two guys. I don't recall that. I don't recall that. Advance in my line? 
I don't know, bro. I mean, but <laughs> how far down you got to go until you get to the Raptors' best player? So you got Jalen Brown, Tatum. Who's the third best player in that series? Kemba. Kemba, who the fourth best player in that series? I'll say Pascal. I'll go Pascal. 42 hours. 42 hours, bro. Keep calling. Actually, bro. Lowry or or Pascal. Lowry or Pascal, bro. I mean, Marcus Smart being out playing Autumn Guard for Toronto right now. Bro, he hit five straight threes in game two, bro. Five straight threes. In the fourth quarter. That was so ridiculous. I think it's destined to be Celtics and Lakers, bro. It's just I mean, destined for Kobe. I mean, I'm not going mean, to I told y'all it was going to be Celtics Rockets from the beginning. And bro, I'm still stop. standing on it. It's not going to be the Rockets. I'm still standing on it. Not do. Okay. Okay. Wow. But any, anyway, back to Celtics Rockets. What? The Rockets going to play the Lakers. I'm saying, do you just think the Rockets are the best team in the Western Conference? Like, you really believe it. Uh, once Russ West get his mind screwed on, right? Yeah. To each his own, brother. To each his own. But anyway, back to this series. Do y'all still think it's hope for the Raptors? Because they were down 2-0 last year against the Bucks. Came back to win that series in six games. So do y'all still think it's possible for the Raptors to come back and make this a series? And if so, what do you need to see out of the Raptors for that to happen? Um... I mean, I think I see Nick Nurse as a new age Greg Popovich. So, I think, of course, it's possible um, because Tatum and Brown, neither one of them are as good as Giannis, and they did what they did last year. So, I think the key is for uh, Lowry and Van Vliet to play like all-stars, not like good starters, like they kind of yeah. play it. But then for that to happen, because they got to win the next four out of six. So, yeah. Do I see it happening? No. But could it? Possibly. I think uh, I agree with Josh on this one. Uh, The Celtics, I feel like every game is going to be like game two. I think game one was an anomaly. Like the Raptors just playing so so bad, so poorly. Uh, I'm going to say Celtics in five just because I feel like every game is going to be back and forth from now on. But Mm -hmm. I just like the star power the Celtics are playing with right now. They just got too much. That that drive and kick is like kicking the uh, Raptors' butt right now, bro. For I, real. I agree. And my thing with the Raptors is, so in the regular season, the Raps were the fifth best three-point shooting team in the league. So far in this so, series, they, they're shooting a combined 26% from downtown, 21 for 80. So but you know hitting, they shot in a, uh, game two? Game two, they went 11 for 40. They they out there throwing up bricks. Yeah. So it's like if they want to make this competitive a competitive series or if they want to get a game in this series, they got to hit three because, in my opinion, they're still playing good defense. Because yeah. when you're holding these guys to around 100 points. they got better offensive players. Exactly. And that's what it comes down to. Like I said, it's just that star power on offense. Like, like we, like we kind of said, Pascal Siakam might be the best player on that team. And so far, he went yeah, 5-16. <laughs> oh, God. One move. I'll say Spin the other way. Pump fake. Put it up. But so Y'all seen far, that I video of the gorilla spinning around, bro? <laughs> yes, that's why I said that. Hey, oh, God, that's Pascal. 
That's the problem, though, for the Raptors, saying he might be the best player. They need a bona fide best player. Exactly. And that's, I mean, everybody's in love with their system because Kawhi Lever, they just didn't follow their faces. But you got to remember that was their alpha dog. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. That's how Kawhi hurts them the most. Losing, that's how losing Kawhi hurts them the most because they don't have a star on offense. Because, yeah. like, I mean, in the regular season, you can get away with it. Like, a, one guy has a good game this night, another guy has a great game the next night. But in the playoffs, you need somebody to get them buckets every night. You know what I'm saying? And that's what's hurting the Raptors right now, in my opinion. They just don't have that guy, and they're not hitting their shots. Bro. And they and get a good shot. All those Celtic guys are plus defenders. Jalen Brown, Ooh. Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, the defensive player of the year guy. So those are – they're not just playing, you know, average defense. I'm just letting them get shots. Yeah. Bro, I have, I have a problem with uh, the guards being able to guard uh, Siakam, bro. Like, I mean, as good as Marcus Smart is, as good as all them other guards are, like, Kimber Walker should not be able to size up Pascal Siakam in the post. I'm, I think I, you have a very good point because Pascal, he's just – I don't know if he's he not aggressive, bad. but – He was trash to really – he won most improved players. Yeah, right season. He was trash, bro. How old is he, 25? Yeah, around that age. But that's what his birth certificate said. He probably like 29, but 25. <laughs> he was so strong. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Hey, let's, let's go move on to the next series, man. And that's Buck Heat. Now, who saw this coming? Bro, I told y'all he's the best leader. Jimmy Butler is the best leader. He's a top five leader in the NBA. I'm not I told y'all this last time. He's a top watched, five leader, bro. I watched an interview with Jimmy Butler, and he was talking about how he came in his rookie year with D. Rose and Tahaz Gibson and all of them on the team and how they were all just talking to each other, like beating each other up. And he was like, you know, that's who made me who I am today. And I was Yo. like, I can feel, bro. I can definitely tell you are, you are a Tom Thibodeau baby. Man, he is. A, he's the definition of a Thibodeau baby, bro. Yeah, bro. So anyway, Black Air Force energy. Really. That's how game two ended. No chop energy, because that man has not been chopped since he's been in the bubble. Probably bro, his mustache is pissing me off, bro. <laughs> like I feel like I rip it off. <laughs> Bro, I know he be mad when he be eating, bro, because his mustache be all Man, in his mouth, bro. Like a mustache. <laughs> but and then y'all heard y'all heard how he be uh selling like coffee to other players in the hotel for like twenty bucks. He's from Texas, coat, bro. bro. It's a different breed of people. You but I'm, but I'm saying, bro, if you selling coffee for twenty bucks a cut a cup, bro, you should be able to get a cut. Like no cash. You can't say you ain't got no cash. I mean, one cup, you in the dome. Well, I don't know. It's, it's hey, the NBA. <laughs> probably haircuts probably fifty nine ninety nine with tax or something crazy. Man, sure, I ain't never paid for a haircut with tax, man. I swear to <laughs> God, if I go to a bar, man, he charges me tax on the haircut. It's a problem. We don't take cash. <laughs> we only have cars. You what? Hey, I'm gonna pay this ten dollar bill, and I'm gonna use two dollars, two more dollars of tip. You gonna get out my face? Oh God, on game. But speaking of get Jimmy Butler, bro. 40 points in game one. Huh? When the last time you actually carried some cash? I never had cash no more. 
don't know. I just got straightforward. Well, I, I don't even carry a real wallet. I just carry a little bill for I'll flex right quick. Right? Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, like I can't do nothing with that. He said, I only use Bitcoin. <laughs> Come on, bro. It look like I use Bitcoin, yeah. though. Yeah. You like you scam people. You like Easy Jackson from the Proud family. Wow. I ain't never been disrespected like this. Easy Jackson. Getting disrespected at 12.40 on a Thursday afternoon, man. Come on, man. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> All right, so back to the series, bro. Jimmy Butler drops a 40-piece game one. And I ain't going to lie, I ain't see it coming because I ain't never seen – I ain't never bought the Jimmy Bucket type, bro. Yo, it's <laughs> it, like, for real? Yeah, didn't nobody see it coming. It was – he never – I mean, that's a lot of points in that basketball game, so you got to think about it. Bro, 40 points is 10 points a quarter, bro. He was, he was on that's the, a lot. He was on the Bulls playing defense, bro. So he, I, he's not really been Jimmy Buggers to me neither. But, yeah. yeah. But I think the biggest story out of game one is what the Heat did to Giannis. So, game one, Giannis has 18 points, 6 of 12 from the field, 2 of 5 from three-point lane, and 4 for 12 from the free throw line. But to make matters worse, in the fourth quarter, he had three points, one of four from the field, one of four from the free throw line with three turnovers. So, what do y'all think? What do y'all see the Heat doing to Giannis to make him so uncomfortable? Uh, I feel like they, they're shutting the water off on all the other players, bro. So, I mean, if you just ice, right, so when Giannis get, comes up the court, you got to get in front of him. You got to get in front of him. And they're doing a job putting a body in front of him. Once they pass, they buy him the basketball. So everything Giannis is getting, he's forcing it. You know, he's a top, what, top two player in the world. Uh, once you get the ball out of his hands, you just got to hope he doesn't get the offensive rebound or post up. Even if he posts up, I feel like his game is still limited to a certain extent because he's not just very proficient from the three-point line. His midi is average. I mean, once he gets to the rim, you can't stop him. But it's just like – I mean, it's kind of like Shaq almost. It's, I mean, it's almost identical to Shaq. He can kind of shoot the three. I mean, Shaq can shoot the three, but he can kind of shoot it. But it, once he's in the paint, you can't stop him. But he can't shoot free throws. Exactly. Like the best player in the world can't be airballing free throws daily. Can't be shooting 30% from the free throw line in the playoff game. What were you going to say, Joe? No, I was just saying, like, uh, that kind of took a page. I mean, Nick Nurse is the guy that came up with that wall. Yeah. Uh, Giannis, uh, well, last year, two years ago, I can't remember. But, uh, it was last year. The Bucks, they kind of, uh, they just kind of one of those teams that don't really have any, any true depth. You know, yeah. Chris, and it's showing. Chris Middleton is Nick's favorite, uh, second, uh, star on the team. And yeah. he's not really uh, getting it done like that, especially now. I mean, he's, he's had 20-plus both games. Chris Middleton has had 20-plus I mean, he's going to be, you know, okay. Okay, he's had 20-plus. He's had at least 20 points. But compare that to, you know, somebody like an AD or LeBron, whoever you want to pick as the sidekick on the game. Yeah. You know, get it done, you feel me? So, uh, Chris Middleton, you know, Eric Blesso has been struggling a lot. And it just kind of comes down again to, you know, 
he's getting that that that, that young LeBron treatment. He's trying to he's doing it all by himself. So, but this is what I'm gonna say, bro. I, I agree with you on the depth thing because I don't think it's much of a Chris Middleton problem because game two Chris Middleton had. 23 and game one, I want to say he had 28. So I think he's doing his job as the second best player on the team. And Vance, you trifling for that, bro. I just want you to know. So I think Chris Middleton is doing a good job as the second best player on the team. But I think I think uh, Milwaukee's problem is that they're leading. I want y'all to guess, bro. Who do y'all think the Bucks' leading scorer is off the bench, bro? Divincenzo. Nope. Oh, really? I don't know. Kyle Korver, bro. <laughs> Kyle Korver is the leading scorer off the bench this series, bro. I want he's averaging right around nine points per game. I season. didn't even know he was uh, pl- playing for the Bucks until they came to the bubble. I, I promise. I Me either, bro. Was he? Yeah, he he been on the team, but I just you know. Don't Kyle Gasol really play for the Bucks, bro? No, Kyle Gasol retired, bro. No, he played for the Bucks. I'm pretty sure he's still in the league. He played, but he did play for. Something. He played for the Bucks. He, played for, Bucks. he played for Portland. Portland was the last team he played for. Bro, he was on the Bucks roster this year. I promise. I don't know. Bro. I honestly don't know. I, I know he's retired though. Bro. So he's he not retired. I think he just got injured or something. I'm not gonna talk about Pau Gasol. Like, he he doing. He he's on the he he's on the bigger and better things in life right now is is So anyway, back to this series. Where do y'all see how do y'all see the series ending? What's y'all's prediction? Uh, heat in seven. Heat in six. Oh, I I'm I'm rocking with heat in six. Wow. Y'all there. I don't you think y'all is gonna go down swing like that? I mean, I think Giannis is definitely going to go down, bro, because I feel like the Heat are almost the perfect team to compete with the Bucks, bro. You got a, a good group of guys that can defend Giannis one-on-one and bam, Jimmy Butler. So, like, you can keep those guys rotating, get them on Giannis, cut all that off in addition to the uh, line defense, you know, created by Nick Nurse. And this is a, a Miami Heat team that, hit a lot of threes, too. So, you hit threes, you play good defense, you win the game pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Be honest, you got to pair him with a uh, a superstar guard, bro. Not an all-star guy. I mean, Chris Middleton, he's decent, but you need – you got to get him like a Devin Booker, uh, Donovan Mitchell. You just got to get him a star guard, bro. Even Jamal Murray, maybe. Who knows? But he needs – he's one of – like Shaq, he always had a star guard with him. Yeah. So, that's why he was always successful. Imagine if Shaq was by himself. He wouldn't have been winning all those rings without Kobe. He wouldn't have won one without D-Wade. Yeah. Kobe, Kobe, Kobe. I'm not going to disrespect Shaq like that. But, uh, yeah. I mean, he, no, he's still one of the best. He was the uh, best center in the league while he was playing, bro. Yeah. So, talking about Giannis and his need for a star guard. Shaq was dominant. Do y'all, do y'all see any potential – of Giannis leaving Milwaukee. And oh, he's out of there. They lose this series. Out of there? Out of there. Best landing spots for Giannis if he leaves. 
I saw Miami and Toronto. I don't see them going to Toronto. I saw that too. You know, they really have the, the preconceptions of, you know, different places like, you know, we most of us would. You feel me? I mean, he's not, he's not from here, so he doesn't have, you know, like, oh, I want to go to this place or that place because he's from New York. I mean, but I feel like he's been in the league long enough to know what each of these cities is like. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, who needs – bro, he could go to Phoenix. Why not go to Phoenix? Why not, bro? That would be pretty scary. That would be nice, though. D-Book, Aiden, and uh, Giannis? Yeah, but I think it's, I think it's best to stay in the East, though. So. Yeah. To be honest, bro. You wouldn't Nobody's going on there. At the rim. I agree. But do, uh, do you really want to play in Utah though? Utah made Mike Utah made Mike Conley cut his dreads, bro. I'm convinced, bro. I'm very convinced. But I mean who in the East is really just like I mean, Raptors in Miami. I mean, he could go to the Knicks, but it's like, why would you? Uh, he could stay in Milwaukee. To be honest, bro, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up in Golden State. No Golden State. I mean, it's possible. Very I don't want possible. that to happen, bro. He fit in, though, it's he, gonna he be kind of wack. Would you say, Josh? He can't shoot though. That'd be Harrison Barnes can really shoot. They didn't. It wasn't a big three with Harrison Barnes though. <laughs> Wait, hold on, bro. You calling it? You calling it a big three with Steph playing Draymond? I'm just saying, bro. You bring in Giannis. I know that. I'm just saying, you bring in Giannis. That's it. Yeah, but I'm saying you bring in Giannis to Golden State, bro. He gives you way more than Draymond gives you. And I get it. Draymond is great at what he does. But when you can improve, you improve. And Giannis is an improvement over Draymond. Especially when they go with those small ball lineups, you can move Giannis down to the four or the five, and, and that's a pretty spooky lineup, bro. We need the yeah, ball. He's not him. stopping it, bro. Yeah, he he he's he not gonna touch the ball at all. But I mean, but even if Giannis has the ball in his hands, think about the spacing that creates with guys like Steph and Clay on the court with you at the same time. Guys so who, who can who shoot, but also create their own shot. Who you gonna double, bro? You can't. You can't overhelp on either one of those guys. And then who built who who who's built to beat that? Nobody. Maybe the Lakers. If they hit nah, and make shots. Bron can't keep up. He be getting gassed. Curry Flag Bros featuring Giannis. Nah, it's a it's a crazy idea, bro. But that's another dynasty on the way if it happens. He might KD. So I don't, I don't see seven. It's seven I, I, I don't think, I don't know. I don't see how he fits because I don't just see him having to be able to touch the ball as much that he would like to in Milwaukee. I mean, yeah, of course his role is going to decrease, but I still think he's going to have more control than you think he will. I mean, bro, just get star power on the team. That's all that matter, bro. Because same people yeah. say the same yeah. KD. Fact, You're right bro. about that. And exactly. people say the same thing about Russian uh Harden in, in Houston. Bro, that's not that's not <laughs> bad example. Stop trying to squeeze them in. Bad example, bro. Bad example. 
For sure, bro. But anyway, we're gonna take a break and we're gonna come back. We're gonna talk game seven of that Thunder Rockets series. And we're gonna talk uh, Lakers, Steve Nash, all of that. So make sure y'all stay tuned. Give me all, right, so, all right, so welcome back. We're going to be talking. So it's going to jump right into it, talking about Thunder Rockets. Bro. So what y'all thinking about that game set? Uh, Lou Dortman, you know, had more points than James Harden. That was, Lou Jitters. You going to keep calling that, bro. Yeah. That's not his name? No, not at all. It's like Louis. I don't know, bro. What is that, Once we start blowing up, one of them was going to beat you up for you. Like, it's happening because <laughs> you disrespectful. Like, for yeah. real. But, uh, yeah, Lou Dorsey had more points than James Harden. That was unexpected. But, guess what? You know, irony. You know, James Harden made the, uh, the game save. The block. Yeah. So, I guess what they And they said happened. Harden don't play defense. He clamped yeah. Giannis in the bubble. Game winning block in the bubble. Come on, man. Why are you going so hard for him, bro? For the Rockets. Why are you why, – what is up with First of all, I told y'all that my prediction for the finals was Rockets, Celtics. And I also told uh, James Harden, like, my favorite player in the league right now. No cap. No cap. Uh, and, I mean, I'm just saying, bro, I'm tired of all the James Harden slander, bro. I mean, tired. he got outplayed by a rookie, I'm in, bro. I'm in his city. He I'm didn't get city. outplayed, bro. He did not yeah, get outplayed. outplayed by a rookie, bro. I for sure did. Just because he but, didn't uh, score more than him doesn't mean he got outplayed. Harden did what he was supposed to do. He facilitated that offense, got his shots well, off when the man, bro, you got to live with your favorite player's demons. Lou Dort is the boogeyman for James Harden. So nothing, right, nothing, mean, nothing, nothing that impacts nothing of the team success. They obviously won. They're going to take the yeah. But, I mean, I'm not going to lie. This series was scary to me because of the way Chris Paul was hooping, bro. Chris Paul deserves his respect as, a, as an elite yeah. point guard in this league, bro. Exactly. 35 with a trip, though, bro, in the playoffs, bro. Yeah, bro. I've been, sl- I've been giving him slander since he's been in the, with the Clippers, but he me has too. my respect now, bro. I agree, bro. I, I hated Chris Paul for a minute, bro. I thought Mike Conley was better. It was just as good uh, as That's him. exactly what I was going to say. I used to say, give me Mike Conley over Chris Paul. Y'all were tripping. But, y'all but were tripping. after seeing after Chris Paul been hooping yeah. legend since Wake Forest, I don't know what y'all was on. I mean, but when he went to I the love Clippers, my series, bro, he, Mike Conley just wasn't it. You see what he's doing When he went to the Clippers, he kind of turned into a uh, – I don't know how to describe it, Man, bro. y'all – y'all crazy. He got kind of soft, bro. He got kind of – he had 99 pounds. I was not a fan. And Blake Griffin had 99 dunks on 2K. Not a fan. And how come they couldn't win nothing? Why couldn't exactly. they win nothing? Chris Paul was like, build the playoffs. I'm you just saying. Chris Paul only ball. been into the second round once. Chris Paul is the same No, he's been, he been, he been three times. He's never met, Well, he's never been in the conference finals. No, he's, he, he went been, once. He's with Melo win. He went once Paul. with the Clippers. The they lost to the Spurs. The they lost to the Spurs. I didn't know they made. It. I didn't think they made it to it. Was the conference? Him and Melo got one uh, conference finals appearance apiece. Well, me each. Yeah, yeah bro. Oh, but, don't make the same bag. Who better, Chris Paul? Chris Paul better than Carmelo, right? But Carmelo was the best scorer. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Prime Melo, I'm taking Melo. Okay. Yeah. 
But anyway, let's talk about the other guard in that series. And I'm talking about Russell Westbrook, bro. He comes back, what what did he come back? Game five? Mm-hmm. Game five and play? Game five, six and seven, bro. I was not impressed. I'm not a fan of Russell Westbrook, bro. You said you're not a fan of Russell Westbrook. I'm not a fan of Russell Westbrook, bro. He's a stat sheet patter, bro. Bro, he has, stop. He has a lot of empty stats, bro. Stop. A lot of empty I mean, stats. Yeah, I won't say that. A lot of bad decisions. And a lot of bad shots, bro. He plays. I mean, he just he plays really hard, bro. You can't coach that. I agree with that. He plays really hard, but at the, you got to play hard and play smart, especially if you're a point guard. It's cool. Is he still the top five guard point guard in the league? I don't think so. Well, mm. yeah, you do got to remember he didn't. He was a, a he was a, a, a off ball guy at UCLA, so he never he didn't develop. He thought he didn't grow up like this. So. I mean, sure, but you playing point guard for a team in the playoffs with another player on that team who is under, not undoubtedly better than you. you I mean, game seven, you can help him in the game. But that's like the end of the... Robert Covington kept him in the game. Hey, but Robert bro, Covington Russia's deserves – Robert Covington from the Tennessee State University deserves a lot of respect for the way he carried him to, the, to that game. I want to say he finished with 22, bro. I mean, yeah, he was a bucket. I ain't even going to lie to you, but you got to get Russ's respect for that game seven. But I, he didn't do anything. To he was the reason they were there. He was the reason they were there. So he better have played But this has been his career. This is he, – he, he's uh, he's always been a 1B, either Harden or Durant. He's always made a career of I'm going to do what I want to do. Anyway, so what do you really think? Um, I think that's a problem that he continues to do what he wants to do, even when it doesn't benefit the team. Because especially Game Six, Game Six, the reason the Rockets lost that game was because of Russell Westbrook, and you can't tell me otherwise. I mean, bro, Harden, he could have been like, "Hey, bro, give the ball. This is my team." He but like you said, it. like you said, Westbrook's gonna do whatever he wants to do. Nah, I mean, and but Harden could have. He Harden didn't even say anything. No criticism, nothing. And to uh, just to talk about game seven a little bit, he shot nine for twenty, bro. Twenty points I mean, with twenty not, shots. That's not nine. Cool. Twenty points, twenty. But when your points equal the number of shots you, you took, you like this. Twenty points. Forty-five percent is that really just that bad, bro? I mean, it's not I mean, terrible, but but you gotta think about it. More than nine of them. Exactly, and especially if you're hitting a lot of twos. Come on, man. How many assists do you have? Two. To go with you two only had two assists? Yes, two assists to go with two turnovers. I mean, that third, course, that third quarter uh, spurt towards the end of the quarter, bro, he was the re- he kept him in that game because OKC was ready to take yeah. off. I agree with that. Away. I agree with that. He threw the ball away at the end of the game. Exactly. Like, it's his fault if it's going to be somebody to play. Are you talking about game six or game seven? Game six. Which is how we got the game shit. Yeah. I agree I mean, with that, bro. He can't really just criticize him for that, bro. Bro, he has seven turnovers in game six, bro. Seven turnovers in game six. If he passes the covers and he hits the three and they win, they win. But he didn't do that. Seven turnovers. Seven. This many turnovers. And a lot of them were just careless. As a point but guard. Game seven, he was substantially better. 
I agree. He was better in Game Seven, but he wasn't great. So you are you he proud of better, him? Better, Is that what you're saying? Basically, you spill something. Now you clean it up. You get a a, a cookie or something. Yeah, and you, you did a mediocre job of cleaning it up at that. <laughs> what if you leave it there? What if you leave the spill there? He, I'm like, I'm not gonna lie. We, Harden, we like, I'm so tired of talking about you, bro. <laughs> on God. So talking about Harden and Russ Westbrook, let's talk about what this Lakers Rockets series gonna look like. Tell me y'all's predictions and all of that. But let me see what y'all think. <laughs> Lakers gonna win because LeBron is better than everybody else. <laughs> Lakers gonna Lakers gonna win in how many games? Seven. And nobody on their team has, has no five. Nobody on their team has any remote answer for Anthony Davis. Uh, PJ Tucker, PJ Mean, we're not y'all Tucker, about, whatever y'all. I mean PJ Halaja one, whatever y'all want to call it. Yeah, so uh, nobody's in the guard. Anthony Davis, nobody, nobody's even, you know, fit to guard Anthony Davis. I like Robert Cook. PJ Tucker. He's not, he's not, stop saying that, bro. Like, stop. Stop saying that. Like, you, it sounds worse every time. So, uh, yeah, Lakers are five. They, they'll, they're shooting to keep them in the game, too. But, uh, All right. Listen, I'm going to go at it, bro. The Lakers. The, Blazers. the Lakers have had a long layoff, bro. And they already weren't hitting shots before the layoff. So I feel like the Lakers are going to come out resting. Rockets are going to take game one. I feel like Rockets are going to win this series in seven games. And I'm going to say this because if the Lakers want to play DeVale, uh, Howard, and those guys, it's going to be it's going to be tough for them to guard those high screening roles with James Harden and Russell Westbrook. So that's going straight downhill, creating ISO zone big. And I also feel like y'all can say what y'all want about P.J. Tucker, but he holds his own in that paint, bro. Because if you think about it, bro, the Thunder had Steven Adams, and they still struggled to get offensive rebounds. So you can say what you want, but P.J. Tucker does his job. And I get it, Steven Adams isn't as gifted as a scorer as Anthony Davis is, but I see P.J. Tucker having no problem with Anthony Davis in that high, high elbow the three-point line area, bro. I'm going to be honest with you. I always have a three-point line area when you're trying to put the ball on the floor. PJ Tucker takes care of that. Y'all just think that's funny. Cool. Cool. Y'all got it? Y'all laugh. Y'all get your ass out, bro. Why you look like that, bro? Get your last up, bro. Because oh, the way y'all laughing right, the the way y'all laughing Man. right now, that's how I'm, that's how I'm be laughing when the Rockets win in seven games. Huh? I got the Rockets in seven, bro. Man. You wanna know what's gonna happen, bro? What's gonna happen? So I, okay, so I got the Lakers in six, maybe five. All right, I I agree with you. They might come out rusty that game one. They've been uh, they've been off for a week. So, you know, the Rockets might start off hot that first half, just like how Portland did. So, you know, I give them game one. So, they got one it's going. The series is going to be tied 2-2, and then it's going to get really chippy. And, you know, P.J. Tucker, he can't control his uh, temper, bro. He's going to get ejected. And then that's going to be 3-2 Lakers, and, you know, the Lakers going to close it out in six. In game five, you know, Dwight Howard going to be – Dwight Howard might be the most uh, – Chippiest player left in the uh, yeah, I'm not gonna lie, bro. 
I thought the White House was gonna get in a fight every game in the Portland series. He was. This is a, he gonna he gonna uh, he gonna grab PJ Tucker booty in Game Five and get they both gonna get ejected, bro. He likes wow. that fight, like Wow. What? No, Paul. No, don't do me like that. <laughs> <laughs> you just said that. Like you just really said that. No, I like the white knight coming. Like one of us said, it, he commented on that. No, you the one that said it first. I'm just telling you what's gonna happen. <laughs> Lakers and six, bro. Then you, bro. PJ Tucker, he he holds up well against uh, P- Anthony Davis. Nick said he will have no problem. Bro, I'm saying, saying. I'm saying. I'm, 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 I'm gonna post elbow. that on Twitter. On the elbow, bro. He's not gonna have a problem. With I'm going to go Davis. viral, Nick. I think I'm right. I'm posting I that on I got a go viral. Post it. <laughs> I'm standing on it. All 10. AD might average 35 and 15. 35. Bro, first of all, the thing that people don't realize about AD is a lot of his 35-point games, he be in 20 points from the free throw line. He's not that efficient of a scorer. 20 points in this, in this uh, well, 20 like throw. Tucker is any different from anybody else trying to guard him. It's just shorter and more stealth and bald. Oh. Uh, first of all, he's not bald. He just got that see-through fade, bro. <laughs> same chop, the same chop as Chris Paul, bro. What's better on the series, Nick? If you so com- if you so confident. See-through fade. Uh, hey, text me, bro. Man, NCAA I'll be. Man, NCAA rules, text me. Oh yeah. But Jimmy, the max I, 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 I ain't gonna bet though. I ain't betting, but me neither. Compliance office, Miss Johnson. I'm not – this is all for entertainment. I'm not betting. Oh, God. <laughs> not We're not betting. We have a, a podcast group chat for, you know, some, you know things like write-ups, things of that matter. So, yeah. We're talking about <laughs> but you said how much would I be willing to potentially bet if we were betting on the Rockets? My life says – Life saving. I got faith in Darius Hunter. Life saving. Bitch or Dreads, bro? Huh? Oh, Bitch yes. or Dreads? Yes. Nah, I can't do it. <laughs> That's bad. Yeah. That's your life savings, bro. You you been uh, saving them Dreads your whole life, bro. I need. I need them. Dreads versus five hundred dollars. <laughs> Dreads were mortified about it. Oh, God. That's a, that's a whole it's a daily thing, bro. I, we'll talk about man, it, bro. You're going to look like somebody lieutenant you because of Dreads, but, man. No, I'm not, man. You're going to look like a kid you. <laughs> so you're going to go from Tato to Toju. Sit down in class. It'll teach you. <laughs> man, don't do that, bro. I know that you... <laughs> Don't be there for real. I mean, hey, you ain't even got to worry about it, dude. Sergeant, hey, I couldn't call you back, bro. No. And I don't know how big your head is underneath them dreads, neither. So. I mean, it ain't crazy, but it's, you know, I got a little, I don't know, my, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it ain't like crazy. crazy. That, that light is stinging their forehead right now, no cap. Take your head off. Man, relax, bro. <laughs> relax. <laughs> Not talking about me. Talking about me. Talking about sports, actually. 
Oh God, listen. So let's get back to sports, bro. We're gonna move on to the next topic. And I think this one came as a soccer woes bomb this morning, bro. Steve Nash to the next four years. What y'all think about it, bro? Mm. That's obviously been planned. It had to have been. Yeah, most definitely. They this is definitely something they said and thought about for a long time. But I to uh, me, bro. Oh, you got it. I mean, it's a it's a move, bro. I mean, they're gonna get the Eastern Conference Finals uh, yeah. next season. I mean, barring injury, because you know how the, the the Nets are. Well, those players that play for the Nets, you know, who knows? Yeah. Uh, if healthy, they'll get to the Eastern Conference Finals, and they're gonna play the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. Now, can Steve Nash keep up with Brad Stevens coaching wise? Okay, so you know? this is the this is the thing I think that makes this a smart move. So, we all know Nash ain't got no coaching experience, but I see him as a player's coach. You know what I'm saying? He's got that relationship Mm -hmm. from KD when he was working in the front office with Golden State. And so he's got that relationship with KD. You know, him and Kyrie both point guards. Nash is arguably, well, definitely Hall of Fame point guard. So I feel like Mm -hmm. that relationship is going to be very beneficial to the two. But in terms of making this work from a basketball perspective, they kept Jacques Vaughn as the lead assistant. And, you know, he was the interim head coach after they fired Kenny Atkinson. And in my yeah. opinion, I think he should have become the permanent head coach because I really like what he was doing. He's got a good body of work. But by keeping Vaughn, you've got a real basketball – well, not to say Steve Nash is in the basketball mind, but you got a real coaching mind right there on the bench next to you to help you with all the things that come – all the little things that come with coaching. So I feel like – Having Vaughn there makes this hire acceptable. Or keeping Vaughn there makes this hire acceptable. Because they made Vaughn the highest paid assistant in the league to make sure he stays. Okay. okay. I, feel that. I mean, I, I mean, like- I mean, Steve Nash is, you know, he's a two time MVP. So he's one of the best basketball players ever. Yeah, shouldn't have been so a two time MVP, but cool. I'm not going to hear the argument right here, right now. But uh, he's right. still one of the the best basketball player ever. So, you know, basketball. Like basketball. What did you say, Nick? I said he shouldn't have been a two-time MVP. I'm just making sure. So, you anyway. Keep going. My bad, y'all. You good, bro. You feel me? I was letting y'all work that thing out. But, uh, you know, basketball, you know, like Nick said, Jock Vaughn's going to be the necessary structure, you know, guidelines, things like that you know, helping with the day-to-day role of a coach. But, you know, basketball-wise, I don't think Steve Nash should have any problem. You know, and I, I like the the the, the hire the did because this is the second, you know, Hall of Fame point guard they have, you know, coaching them besides Jason Kidd. So, you know, basketball, and I think that Steve Nash has been doing that for a long time. Yeah. So let's just say next season, if they all healthy, if, they be, if the whole team remains healthy, what do you think? Uh, how far do you think they'll get in the playoffs? Mm-hmm. Ooh, in the conference finals? I, yeah, I, I definitely think. Conference finals. I, I really want to see what Kyrie, uh, what Steve Nash does to Kyrie. That, I, that's what I want to see. I'm, I'm really interested to just see how that's going to come together. You got a big three in Kyrie, Katie, Karis LeVert. DeAndre Jordan, if you want to call it big three, four, whatever you want to call it, that's a oh, lot of star power. Did, did, 
Jared Allen. Exactly. Dan Witty's still on. Like, that's a, it's a lot of talent on this roster, bro. Chris Yoda and Jeremiah Martin. Yeah. Yeah, they're probably not going to be there next year. But anyway. <laughs> I only want to see. Anyway, it's just so much talent on that roster that, to be honest, Baines could sit on that bench and coast them to a conference finals, bro. Because I'm not going to lie. Vance still starting the middle team one year. See how we did. Wow. That's interesting. Big well, you... What was your role on the team, sir? My role is six man. Oh, I was an internet. I'm talking, I want to know about Vance. Wanna... Uh, what was your role? Rebound? I was an internet. Oh, you talking about my team? I'm three-time intramural champion, bro. Put respect on it. He's about to be going <laughs> four times. And then uh, Corona hit. What's your player? Type? My player type, I'm going to say uh, – You're looking at Big Baby Davis. Bro, relax, bro. I'm a bucket getter, bro. You are so sleek, bro. Hey, bucket <laughs> getter. I'm a, I'm a six-man, bro. Uh, you want to know my player type, bro? Yes, bro. How you LiAngelo Ball. LiAngelo Ball, bro. High school LiAngelo Ball. When I come in, we send we send them other dudes to the hills every single time. We start running. Am I lying, Nick? Nick, am I lying? There's a lot. <laughs> am I lying? High school, the Angelo. Do we not send them to the hills every time? Yes or no? <laughs> we send them to the hills. We three time champions, bro. You gonna run if I'm in the game, bro? You gonna run? I'm gonna put it like this. Man's not gonna run with you, but he's gonna make sure you run. Oh, no lie, no, no lie. I like that, bro. Wow. Do I get win? Yeah. So your teammate grade is Your teammate grade is Oh, it's an A plus every time. No, his teammate grade is A plus, bro. It's an A plus every time. Hold on, hold on. Ball too long. Let me put an asterisk on there. His teammate grade an A plus when he wear a headband, bro. No headband, he got a B. Sheesh. You be out there with a headband. Uh, I know you like a stepfather. Bubba Paul George, my Man. player comparison, bro. I like TJ Warren. TJ Warren. Bubba TJ Warren, bro. Sometimes I'm hitting, sometimes I'm not, bro. Sometimes I'm hitting, sometimes I'm not. That's true, bro. Because when he on, he on. I see you as like a Escalade, you know, and one tree. I ball. knew he was gonna say it. I knew he was gonna say it, bro. Uh, I'm glad yeah, you. Yeah, I, I, like I hope like Jerry Jackson, bro. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see him going deep in the bag. I, I, I didn't see some tape, but it's only he is though. I didn't see some tape. Am I lying, Nick? I don't I know who like Jerry Jackson. Man, he said bubble tea. Yeah. You who bubble like a tea. like a six two Jerry Jackson? Does that count? Man, <laughs> I just, I, I, mean, I got to get that ejection yeah. from you run, bro. I got to uh, now. Pull up. We'll show you a hoop. Never. Y'all facilities are like. If you're not hooping, though, you're not going to get picked up. No, I was. My eye really That's true. Down. I dance on one of y'all. I see how. I see the, the lineage of Nick's family, how they hoop, so I'm not scared of them. Who who will win, Josh or Beans? I ain't never seen Josh hoop. I'm taking beans because beans kind of got a bag. <laughs> but I, was, I also took twenty dollars from beans hooping, so I'm I'm just gonna let that be known. Who will win, Josh or Nick? Me. 
My job is horrible for sure. Like trash. Like, I'm, talking about you. I'm talking about you. Oh, no, I'm talking about Josh Crawford. I kill dude. You kill me. I actually played basketball, sir. I kill you. So, so did I, sir. You know what? As a matter of fact, after we get off this, text my phone. We can make this happen. NCAA compliance. We can put that on YouTube. I'm a kid. I don't want Josh Crawford versus Nick I'm a, bro, Nick, like, you think I'm playing with, like, I'm a really, like, you might fall. Like, it's going to get kind of empty. I ain't worried about it. I do this for real, like for real. Josh, for real. Josh. I, this football is a hobby, my boy. Like, don't That's get it messed up. Now. We we know we know football a hobby. By the way, Al Quinn finna come tear y'all up on a yearly basis now. It's all good. It's all good. I'm just saying, bro. Football just a gotta, hobby now. I gotta keep saying the same. Y'all got thing. some real competition in the uh in y'all division now. In the slack West. <laughs> I wish I could talk about your conference. I wish I could talk about your conference, but I don't know the name of your conference, so I can't say anything. Uh, Sheesh. Just know, just, just know the ring shine the same. Man. The ring shine the same. But neither one of y'all playing. But the tuition does. Neither one. Exactly. All right, bro. Hey, since we're talking about football, man, let's kind of get back into it. And let's talk about what's kind of been a whirlwind of NFL news this past week, bro. And so I, I got to start it out talking about y'all favorite running back, Mr. Milkdud himself, Leonard Fournette. <laughs> what? Dude, are you okay? <laughs> wow. I like Leonard Fournette, though. He's cool. He's from New Orleans. He's from Louisiana. He's not from Louisiana. But I, I'm tapped in because Texas is close to Louisiana, bro. Oh, uh, for sure. But anyway, he got waved by the Jags. I'm not from Louisiana, my boy. What are you talking about? My boy. Well, damn. I'm saying. Uh, you done? Yeah. All right, for sure. So, uh, Fournette got waved by the Jags on Monday. He was drafted fourth overall by the team. And we kind of had a feeling this was coming, you know, the team declined his fifth-year option uh, before his release. So, first of all, I just want to look at this from the Jags' perspective, bro. Think about all the talent the Jags have lost since that 2017 AFC championship they game. Him. They more than tanking, bro. They lost Blake Borders, their starting quarterback that year. Jalen Ramsey gone. A.J. Bouye gone. Calais Campbell gone. Fournette gone now. They just traded Yannick Ngakwe. Dante Fowler gone. Alan Hearns gone, bro. And then you got to think about it. Think about it like this. When you tank, you keep picks. Bortles, Fowler, Ramsey, Fournette, they were all top five picks by the Jags, bro. When you tank me, you try to keep the picks that you select. They're getting rid of everybody, bro. Just like, what do y'all think is going on in Jacksonville, bro? Because this might be the sorriest franchise in the NFL. Ooh, you going to go that far? They might be. But they won for a long time, though, for sure. They just yeah. Back to the league, yeah. They, they experienced too much success, bro. They got the big heads. I mean, I feel like every couple of years they have a a real nice season. Every couple of years, like what? I feel like the next five years they make the playoffs. With, with who? With uh, Garner Minshew. Yeah, they still have good pick though every year for a minute. With, with Garner Minshew as your starting quarterback, and you don't get I good mean, picks so. when you let guys like Twinnett just walk and don't work out a trade. I mean, can you name five? So what, late, right now? 
five Jaguars right now. Five Jaguars. Yeah, Keenan Cole, Miles Jack. Yeah. Who's it? Garner Mitchell. Keenan Cole. Keenan Cole. Garner Mitchell. Why did you say that's true, bro? Garner Mitchell possibly went to Middlesex, so stop playing on us, man. And then I need a fifth. I need a fifth Jaguar, bro. Uh, fourth. <laughs> we're on the J3. We, we got four. Hey, Sean Gibson. I, Gibson. Gibson don't play that no more. I said, I oh said, Mitchell, uh, Kenneth Cole, uh, Charles, Miles Jack. Miles Jack, okay. You know who that running back is, man. Who is that running back now? Nobody knows. Bro. Jaguars yeah. gonna be stuck for a minute. Probably, probably Bilal Powell. I don't know. <laughs> Isaiah Crowell. Like the, the them guys that <laughs> bounce around, bro. You naming journey bags, bro. Frank Gore. <laughs> I think they got Carlos Hot. No? I, I, I have Man. no clue. They got Lamar Miller, bro. Lamar Miller played for the Patriots. Man. For real? I don't know. who. I mean, I'm up to the day already. Lamar Miller played 10 years ago. What did you say? Don't make it in the next five, bro. That's a lot, a lot of time, though. So you never know. All right, let's see, bro. Running back. We just right know how, how, how oh. decreasing the value of running backs are still. Bro, I'm going to name their running backs right now. Raquel Armstead, Nathan Cottrell, mm. Divine Ozigbo, James Robinson. You said Divine? Yeah. And Chris yes, D E V I N E, and Chris Chris Thompson from the Redskins. Bro, I only know one of those running backs on that list. I know Chris Thompson. Exactly. That just sounds like a random black dude. I don't know. He came from the, from the Redskins. He was nice and Washington. He was real nice. But uh, so let's keep talking about one a little bit. So he signed with the Bucks yesterday. So what do y'all think this does for the Bucks, bro? Uh, I mean, it gets. I don't know. You know, they're being a super team now or whatever. I want to see yeah. what offensive Brady, super team. I want to see what him and Brady look like. I don't. Has Brady had a good back of Fournette with him? Yeah. No. I, not I recently. Say, ever. Marshall Falk. Oh, yeah. Marshall Falk. Yeah. That was yeah. a long time ago. Yeah, I guess. But, but I even Marshall Falk, he's not in the same. He's not the same type of guy as Leonard Fournette. He's more of a pass catcher. Leonard Fournette's really gonna. It was also we really, we really can't compare him in many ways. But just play style wise, Leonard Fournette's more of a downhill formation type of guy. Kevin Falk's more of a versatile. Well, player. I I wouldn't say he's the formation kind of guy. Though. Fournette is very versatile and he doesn't get credit for it, bro. This past he season. Is. This past season, he had But he had 76 catches last year, bro. Because they was losing every game. That don't count. I throw to somebody. For a back. I throw to somebody. Check down. Got good down. receivers. He was a top five fantasy Ooh. back. He was carrying me. I ain't even going to lie to y'all. Who had good receivers? They had DJ Chark winning for over 1,000. They still had Keenan Cole. And they got D.D. Westbrook. He was losing. Come on, bro. Think, about, think about what you just really said. D.D. Westbrook was... Bro, he was like Oklahoma. He was that's three good receivers, bro. That's three good receivers. 
Like, but I'm saying that just shows when it has the capability to be more than an A to D gap record, bro. In my opinion, I mean, it's possible. It is. But, Anything is possible. But I, personally, bro, I think this is big for the Bucks to give him that. But I think this might be one of the best moves they made all season, bro. You think he's going to be the starter running back? I know he's going to be the starter running back. Over Ronald got- Jones? They got Shady too, McCoy, LaShawn McCoy. Oh, I forgot. I forgot they got Shady, but Shady didn't even play in Kansas City. Who got Shady? The Bucks do. They do. Wow, I didn't know that. Cause Damon, but Damon Williams ended up starting over uh, Shady in uh. In Kansas City. Yeah, but my thing with uh when they're coming to the Bucks is right. Exactly. Last season, the Bucks were the ninth worst rushing team in the NFL. The past two seasons in New England, the Patriots have had a top top ten rushing offense, bro. So I feel like by bringing in Fournette, it's going to allow Brady to just be more comfortable in that system and continue to be able to attack the intermediate short areas on the field on play action passes, them easy throws, bro. That's my that's why I think you know it's a big uh, thing. I want to see, yeah, I want to see Brady behind that. Uh, I mean, I know you talk. You speak to his versatility, Leonard Fournette. I mean, his thing about Leonard Fournette, he, I feel like he was overhyped in college and high school. He, he was number one recruit coming out of New Orleans. You know, yeah. He was number seven for LSU, all that good stuff. But <clears throat> kind of like what you said, I think he's kind of been a little underrated since he came to the league. You know, he was yeah. six in scrimmage yards last year. He had over 1,300. Cause I didn't realize that until I uh, looked it up. So uh, I think that he needs the right system to thrive, and definitely literally not that at all. So yeah. you know, I think it'll be interesting to see if he'll blossom in Tampa Bay. Yeah. So uh, last question about this winning Fournette stuff with Brady, Gronk, Fournette, Evans, and Godwin. How how deep do you see the Bucks going? Man, for one year, and what division are they in? NFC South with the Saints, Falcons, and Panthers. Ooh, Panthers. Ah, uh, Falcons. Mm, it's going to be them and the Saints. Drew Brees and Tom Brady in the same division. But I don't think, I think, you know, Sean Payton got, that's a system over there. You know, Drew there, this is year one for them. So yeah. I won't compare them to that kind of dynasty. And Drew Brees is probably better than Tom Brady at this point. So I'll say what. Ten and six. But I, I want to see that's they'll be a great wild card if they can end up playing. That'd be crazy. So you so you still see the Saints winning the division? Yeah, no, that's more time. That's fair. Drew Brees, Drew Brees like forty seven years old. That's fair. What do you think, Van? If they're a wild card team, they're not gonna uh, get to the uh, NFC Championship just because I mean playing in the cold. I mean Tom Brady's used to it. But I, it's just going to be uh, – if you're a team that's playing in Tampa Bay where it's hot and moist year-round, and let's say you got to go up to Minnesota or Green Bay uh, towards yeah. the end of the year, mm, that's going to be kind of tough. Uh, when it's a day where you got to play out there in the cold. Uh, I'm going to say NFC Championship. Now, will they win it? I mean, it's going to be a toss of a coin flip. Like, they'll probably play the 49ers, the Seahawks, or the Saints. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of good teams in the NFC. Maybe the Cowboys. Okay. Who knows, bro? Come on, bro. You ain't have to throw that in there, bro. You ain't have to do that. 
That you know was I, so uncalled for, bro. Yes, it, it was called for. They got the best offense in the NFC. Who, the Buccaneers? The Dallas Cowboys. NFC? The, uh, I don't know about that, brother. I think that the best offense. That's all it is. I think the best offense in the NFC might be in Tampa Bay, bro. Well, actually, bro, I know I'm a big Saints hater, bro. But realistically, the Saints might have the best offense in the NFC. Because it's just a system, bro. It's just a system, you know what I'm saying? All the pieces fit in that system. With, my thing with Brady and the Bucks is how does Brady fit into an air raid system? Is he going to be able to stretch the ball downfield to guys like Evans and Godwin? And I don't know yet because we haven't seen that from Brady these past two seasons. That's not disrespecting man like that, bro. I'm not disrespecting him. I'm just being honest. And I get it. He didn't have these kind of weapons in New England. But touchdown passes since he was playing Peyton Manning in the Super Bowl. So he's been throwing a Marquise Cole stick. You know, yeah. every Henderson. So they got time put in. You know, exactly. you can't get chemistry like that if they want. But Tom Brady is probably the best football mind out here. So if, if it can happen, it'll be with him. Yeah. He's the goal. Oh, most definitely. Big rings. I took Pat Mahomes uh, against done, but for now, yeah. he's the goat. Hands down, hands down. But we finna take one more break, y'all, and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk some more NFL news with y'all and get into a little college football talk. All right, so welcome back. Now let's talk about uh, another shocking uh, move the Jags made, and that's trading Yannick Ngakwe to the Vikings for a uh, 2021 second-round pick and a conditional fifth-round selection in 2022. And so, as we all know, we've talked about it before, Yannick has been trying to get out of Jacksonville for, seems like, two, three seasons now. So, uh, yeah, so what do y'all think this does for the Vikings, first of all, adding a pass rusher like Yannick Ngakwe, who has had 37 and a half sacks in four years? Uh, keep them... Um... In the league, in the NFC, along with the Saints, you know, they uh, dueled it out last season, ended up with a Kyle Rudolph touchdown. Yeah. Uh, and I believe that they'll be able to, uh, you know, continue. I'm not going to speak on yet on what Kirk Cousins said, but on the field wise, I think they're, uh, they're, they're, they're ready for a Super Bowl run. Mm, Super Bowl run. What do you think, fam? I completely agree with Josh. I think it's a great move. No sure of that D line. They already got like a one of the best linebacker cores uh, yeah. in the league. No secondary. Huh? I said it's not the best linebacker yeah, unit. They got a nice secondary. Still got Harrison Smith back there patrolling. Uh, offense is coming along. Got Dalvin Cook, top five back. I, I really like. Uh, I'm I'm interested in seeing what Justin Jefferson does with the Vikings taking over that Stephon Diggs uh, role. Yeah. So uh, taking over that road, they still got Thielen. I think they're ready for a Super Bowl run. That's a, a great move by them. You know, they didn't have to give up too much for a great yeah. player. And to be honest, I think I think this is good for Minnesota on a couple of different fronts. First of all, you get Yannick Ngakwe, who's a younger and arguably better replacement for Everson Griffin, who they let walk. And, you know, Griffin ended up signing with the Cowboys. And I feel like Adding to that pass rush is going to be critical for the Vikings this season. So you got to think about it. They lost three, their top three corners 
and uh, Xavier Rose, Trey Wayne's, and uh, and Mackenzie Alexander. All three of them are gone, so they're gonna have a whole new starting corner unit. So getting bolstering that pass rush is gonna make it easier for younger DBs to come in and play with more confidence, especially the young guy that can't out of uh, Mississippi State, Cam Dancer, who I really like. Oh, they did get him, huh? Yeah, first round. And so, uh, talking about Ngakwe, so, you know, Ngakwe is going to the Vikings. He didn't sign his franchise tender with the Jags, so that means the Vikings are going to give him some kind of long-term extension. So what do y'all think this means for Dalvin Cook? impending extension it's gonna be based off of performance so you think they just want to keep him on the did they tag him or you know he's still on his rookie deal he's still on his rookie deal no. i think it's just gonna be based on performance you know they're gonna they, i mean if he gets over 1200 you can't deny that bro you're gonna have to yeah. pay them if they have a winning record you know make it to the NFC Championship. You can't deny that success. Just like Derrick Henry. Like, let's just say the Titans missed the playoffs. I don't think Derrick Henry is still a Titan. Or he's not getting paid I as much. Definitely he's not. not getting paid as much as he did. Well, How much did he get? 13 a year? Yeah. He got like, thir- he got, I want to say 13.5 a year. That's what I'm right yeah. The third highest payback is Le'Veon. Oh, Le'Veon and Zeke. Yeah, Le'Veon Zeke, then uh, Derrick Henry. And the Camara hasn't been paid yet, huh? Oh. Nah. Oh, no. Yeah, he's fin- he finna get paid soon, though. Mm. I-, I wonder how big his bag is going to be. Camara got paid. I'm not Camara. Uh, McCaffrey also got paid also. Yeah. But- oh, I'm tweaking. Derrick Fourth. Derrick Fourth. Because it's I mean- McCaffrey, uh, Le'Veon, Zeke. Le- McCaffrey. Zeke, Le'Veon, and then Derrick Henry. Uh, I mean, if they if they you know make a playoff run, let's just say they get a first seed by, I think he gets paid. Uh, with no franchise tag, if they yeah. uh miss the playoffs, but he has a good season, it's really just going to depend on the performance, bro. Pay for play. Yeah. I agree with that, bro. Because you got to think about all the money they invested in Kirk Cousins too, fully guaranteed. Yeah. Fully deserved too. No. No, I'm mean, not, not at all. Who deserves who I mean he's yeah. done more just as much as Dak Prescott. I mean I'm Prescott's I'm putting it like this. Deserved. Right now it doesn't look as bad, but for the time they signed him, that was a terrible deal. Terrible. Because how many more years do he have in his contract? Three? Yeah, I think three. Mm-hmm. But it's like Cause you gotta think about it, bro. Quarterback price has gone up since since he signed that deal. When yeah. he signed that deal, bro, he was not the best quarterback in the game. I mean, but they knew the market was gonna go up. Well, I mean, yeah, but so now it doesn't look as bad, especially considering what Pat Mahomes just signed for, and what Deshaun Watson and all these other guys have to sign for. But for that time to make him uh, one of the top paid quarterbacks in the league, I just can't support it. But anyway, back to uh, Yannick Ngakwe. So, instead of picking up a free agent pass rusher, the Vikings decided to go with a trade to bring Ngakwe in. So, by not signing Jadavion, what do y'all think is going on with Jadavion and his camp and why he hasn't signed yet? 
He want too much money, bro. Too much. You think that's what it is, bro? Yeah. He, 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 he first wanted the 19, then he wanted 16. He going to have to sell them for that 12, 13 range. I mean, he, he, somebody in his, his camp needs to get in his ear and let him know what the real is in terms of the market out here. And realizing he was not, he's not an elite pet. His stats don't dictate that he's been an elite pass rush guy. Maybe he feels like he's been working on a lot of hand drills and, and flipping his shifts this offseason, but it hasn't bore out on the field yet. So you got I mean, you know, one year, $4 million deal, and then, you know, you know show the work off. $4 million? $4 million? Ooh. That's um, I mean, what did Logan I mean, Ryan the Giants? I don't know how much Logan Ryan time for, but I was gonna say like, even though Clowney might not be an elite pass rusher, he's an elite defender, bro. And you can't you can't say he's not. So I think he I, I agree with you. He should sign a one year prove it deal. Well, I want to say, I think thirteen million that sweet spot, bro. Bro, for one, one year. year. I mean, yeah. if you're a contender, why not, bro? Yeah, one year, thirteen million incentive laden deal. Yeah, he's gonna get hurt. So. I mean, he does have an injury history. I agree with that. But you call him like Clowny, Nick. <laughs> I'm not okay. I wish he know. Black guy with dreads, huh? Cool. Cool. So. Y'all got it, bro. Anything else y'all want to get off y'all tips? Uh, Any other jokes y'all got? You probably like Alvin Kamara. <laughs> hey, no cap. You want to hear a crazy story, bro? Man. Boy. Bro, so my prom night, I go to a little pre-prom, like, you know, take pictures and stuff, bro. This white dude there, he's from, like, Virginia, bro. And this was, like, my, my hair wasn't even this long at the time, bro. I was, like, my hair was probably, like, this long. He was like, bro, you kind of look like Alvin Kamara, bro. I was like, what? I was like, that's arguably one of the most racist things I've ever heard in my life because we don't even look close to a life. If you had the grill, you could pull it off. Do you like Alvin Kamara now? Or is that still racist? I don't think I look like Alvin Kamara. If you had really the close. grill, you could look like Alvin Kamara, bro. You don't, you don't play like Alvin Kamara. You're right, bro. I play like Tyree. Okay. I, where where would you rank Alvin Kamara at? In terms of running back? Yeah. I give he in that ten to twelve range for me, ten to thirteen. Would you play him or Derrick Henry more? Who? Derrick Henry. Or Tyreek Hill? No, Kamara. Oh, Kamara. Yeah, Alvin Kamara. Oh, Derrick Henry. Yeah, because Derrick Henry that workhorse. He getting the ball first, second, third, and fourth down. I feel like Kamara was the same. He was just injured last year. Well, yeah, I agree with that. But they also kind of switched to a committee look because, you know, they brought Latavius Murray in, and he had a pretty good season. Yeah. And so, oh, what are you going to say? Al Kamara can assist him in New Orleans. You know, they're hearing this kind of, is decent. Yeah. Derrick Henry is the the machine itself, bro. Alvin Kamara is just a little cog in the machine, bro. I but I was just gonna say, you got ah uh, for sure. All right, so uh, last last NFL roundup thing, bro. We gotta talk about Kirk Cousins, Mister. You like that, bro? So he appeared on a podcast and said. 
His approach to the coronavirus is essentially survival of the fit of the fittest. He said, uh, he said, you know, if I die, I die. I kind of, I'm going to have peace about that, bro. So what do y'all, what do y'all feel about this attitude around the coronavirus from a professional player, bro? How long are we going to allow white quarterbacks to continue to say dumb things out loud? <laughs> as long as they're white and quarterbacks, bro, I guess. Reach that position, you're almost like sainthood, honestly. Like, you can't do no wrong. Exactly, because, like. Or, or Cam Newton said something like this. Just oh my. The ramifications. <laughs> bro. But I will say Kirk Cousins has faced some ramifications. I t- uh, Ryan Clark kind of got on him on ESPN about it. And then the Vikings moved his media up from tomorrow to today to clarify his comment. And it's just like, bro, like, there are some things you just shouldn't say, bro. And that's one of the things you should definitely not say. So, uh, talking about this, I just want to see, like, do y'all think statements like this are going to spark concern for the NFL and other players who are, you know, going to be sharing the locker room with this guy? My bad, because you all fans. But those guys, those guys knew Kirk Cousins, worked with Kirk Cousins every day before he started. He really said that. Yeah. They know, you know, that's how they not they know the emphasis and the meaning, the personality behind those words. So yeah. they before this, they are they they know they knew it a long time ago. So them saying it out loud yeah. on the interview probably had no effect on them because they already feel how they feel. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I agree with Josh on that just for the fact of I mean if one of his teammates would have had a problem with it, they definitely would have said something about it. Uh I feel like he's he's probably taking all the precautions you have to. It's being enforced. Yeah. So and he said he is. He was just saying something, you know, being crazy. You know, people just say stuff all the time, bro. So yeah. I mean, you it still holds weight, bro. He's just starting quarterback on a on one of the best teams in the NFL. Like you can't just go around saying that. They, you don't never know who's watching. You know, a little kid might see that. I love Kirk Cousins. I'm not gonna wear a mask. You never know what's gonna happen, bro. So I mean, for real. So I mean. He just sometimes you just gotta watch what you say. I mean, but uh, it does it, it holds a lot of weight, but you gotta take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. And so uh continuing to talk about, you know, kind of coronavirus and football, let's kind of shift our focus over to uh college football and players who have decided to opt out. Which, you know, when we talk about these opt-outs, you know, I'm gonna make sure like said it from the start, like there's nothing wrong with opting out, bro. Especially, you know, we don't know much about the virus. You got to think about people got families and things like that, bro. So, like, talking about players that opted out, it's, like, notable players. You got Jamar Chase from LSU, Caleb Fairley from uh, Virginia Tech, Jamie Noon, transfer quarterback at Georgia, uh, Kenny Gainwell from Memphis, Kerry Vincent from LSU. So, like, what do y'all think – like, what teams do y'all think these opt-outs, like, impact the most? Um, LSU, like, Yeah. Um, I think that Memphis is going to be really hurt without Kenny Gainwell. They got one, yeah. good, season, one good season football out of him, and now he's about to uh, go to the ground. I, I don't know that the, the, the impact is going to be so centralized on one certain team, but as a game as a whole, because you're missing out on this all this big-name talent. It's kind of similar to the uh, 
you know, the effect that the G League had on the recruiting class. Yeah, okay. Because, you know, a lot mm. of big guys, you know, out there just sit and try it out themselves to prepare for the draft. So, it's going to be look college football going to be looking real college basketball whenever it's played. Uh, I feel like uh, LSU and Georgia, you know, they have national title hopes. I mean, that's definitely going to affect both teams. Uh, LSU, and that might take them for how many games they play in 10 games? Yeah. It might take them from 10, from having nine, 10 wins to maybe six or seven. I mean, those are two great players. Um, Georgia, I mean, who's the quarterback now? JT, JT Daniels. Daniels. And he yeah. just got cleared to even practice like a week ago. So uh, who knows? I mean, you could always look at a playbook, but can you can you truly just go out there and execute? That's a whole different yeah. ball game. Especially I mean, but I think Pac twelve to SEC. Facts. So I mean, so that gives Alabama, you know, almost a clear path. Like who's in their way? Maybe Florida. Exactly. Maybe Florida's nice, bro. You gotta give it to them. I like I, 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 I I like Florida every year, but I watch a lot of Florida games. But it's like every year, just about they find a way to let you down, bro. But I think this is the offense. It's the offense, bro. But I think it, this is the they finally pull through. They got Kyle Trash, you know. Probably maybe, like maybe the best quarterback in the SEC. Yeah, him, Kellen Mond. You said who? Kevin Mon. Anyway, that's so, I mean, Mac Jones. Who knows? Uh, the quarterback from Kentucky. What's his name? Oh, uh, uh, Terry. Um, Terry Wilkins. I think that's it. It's Terry Song. Yeah, but but I, he, I didn't even know he was back yet. Yeah, he's nice. So I, uh, I feel like the SEC is really just like the minute. Like, do those, do those games still hold the same amount of weight? I mean, I'm sure it does, but you do have to take that into consideration. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I the Big Ten, are they playing? Have they decided? Big, what are they going to do? Well, Big Ten still, you know, moving to the spring. So, I mean, if the Big Ten stays, you know, I mean, I'm still going to like Ohio State. I'm thinking Ohio State, Clemson, Natty, if the Big Ten plays. If the Big yeah, Ten doesn't it, play, it, I'm thinking Alabama, Clemson. In a national championship game, yeah, it's too late for the Big Ten to try to play now, anyway. So, yeah, is it? Yeah, I mean, the season starts Saturday, bro. Well, yeah. really, it started last Saturday, but it starts for real Saturday. Like, so they only play five, five, six games. They shouldn't be eligible to play for the uh, national championship game. I don't think so, bro. I don't even know how they're gonna do a national championship this year, bro. It's just so many it's questions. Huh? They can't be a national champion. You have two different seasons. That's what I'm saying. Would it be a bowl season? I guess. Well, it's yeah. probably up pretty there. ridiculous right now, bro. But why are we talking about all this bowl talk, bro? Do y'all even think they're going to make it through a full season without having to shut down, bro? Uh, not the way they're going, bro. Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie, bro. I got it about 20% they make it through, bro. How oh, you think anybody gonna get you think of this Tigers game Saturday? I mean, maybe I, I can see it happening, bro. Because like you do all I this testing, I, I agree. Fans are maybe at the most risk, and you lessen that risk, you know, by limiting capacity. But still, like 
Yeah. You've got teams traveling across the country to play each other. And even though you're doing conference only, you still got teams scattered everywhere. But just think about Memphis, bro. Like Memphis and the AC, you got to go to Temple to play, go to Philadelphia to play Temple. Like games like that, bro. It's just like all that travel, bro. I just don't see a season being completed. Because, like, look at baseball. Baseball is a perfect example, bro. Factors, especially for the biggest sport, football. I'm tired of saying yeah. it. The right people need to make the right decisions. It's sad that it hasn't happened already. So exactly, bro. It's all on Mark Emery, bro. He gave, he gave me my year back, so I'm happy. I, I got my year back, too. We'll let you see if we can get Vance another year. I don't want to come back, bro. I got a torn labor, bro. I'm done. <laughs> I, I'm not trying for the XFL, you know. Shout out to The Rock, bro. I might have to run that. Thanks. What, what position are you going to play in the XFL, bro? Tight end. Laquan McGowan at his finest. Relax, man. I'm a better <laughs> receiver than Nick, but we don't got to speak on it, bro. Yeah, so uh, anyway, we appreciate y'all tuning in. Vance has just lost his mind. For sure. Josh has lost his mind this whole episode. Mm. So uh it seems like I'm the only sane one here. So, you said you, know, you said Rocky, bro. You said you said PJ Tucker was gonna hold his own. Was gonna have, have no problem no at all. Problem. No problem. Anthony Davis gonna have twenty or less points game one. He's gonna have twenty by half. <laughs> by half? Hit my phone, bro. That's all I'm gonna say. NCAA compliance, hit my phone. Sounds good. Hit my phone. Well, we can take, keep taking your money. You ain't taking money. Unless I give it to you. Make sure you register to vote. Are y'all hey, registered to vote? Yes, I'm sure. registered, bro. I'm registered in Mississippi, bro. In Jackson, Mississippi? Yeah. This has called 1701 North State Street. Yeah, but that's why I registered that, bro. So I could okay. vote we'll easily. Register in Texas. We just feel. I just feel like I am going to vote in Texas. You know, I voted. I was. I voted for a class last year, a couple years ago. Bet, 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 that up. Right here, bro. I'm registered. Oh, Ready to go. Evidence. Something, sir. Easy, Jackster. Up with Tom. Voting. Make sure the bigger picture. Hey, for real though, make sure y'all get out and vote, man. Exercise our civic duty and do that too. Like, comment, subscribe, follow us on Twitter, do all of that. We appreciate y'all for watching and we out of here.